What's up, Military Millionaires? I'm your host, David Bray, and today I am joined by Kyle Ellis of the Crystal Shoals, who is a Cobra pilot in the Marine Corps and a, uh, well, he's done a decent amount with real estate. He's now do, dabbling in slash investing in the short-term rental game, uh, as and he's done that from afar and been able to automate a large portion of that, which I think is very applicable uh, as short-term rentals is not a... Uh, investing approach that seems to be slowing down it seems to be gaining a lot of speed and i think there's still a lot of room to learn how to improve that process and so this will be very beneficial so uh, this is gonna be fun kyle thanks for uh thanks for joining us on the show today yeah man thanks for having me yeah absolutely why don't you uh just the the two minute overview of you know how well i guess who you are and how you got into real estate Hey guys, if you're looking to take your investing, business, life, or just yourself to the next level, then I have something for you. The War Room Real Estate Military Mastermind Group is a mastermind group that meets weekly in small groups of five to six people to help you hold yourself accountable and really experience that growth. But we also have a monthly guest speaker that we bring in, and we've had guest speakers that talk about mindfulness, taxes, we're bringing in somebody to talk about marketing. We bring in very specific topics that will adhere to very broad, any any kind of real estate investing or investing or entrepreneurship that you want to do, and we'll really help you out. We let you ask these speakers questions and get very personal with them. And then back to the small groups, weekly accountability for what you're trying to achieve and just being surrounded by like-minded people. And they say your network is your net worth. I know that's an overused phrase, but I recommend that you check it out. So just shoot an email to wrmastermind at gmail.com. Once again, that's wrmastermind at gmail.com. And we'll send you some more information. Sure. Uh, you, you said it. Active duty Marine. I've been in for a little over 15 years now, Cobra pilot by trade. Um, so my kind of story was I graduated college in, in uh, 2007. And the plan coming out of that, thinking about the time time of, we're talking about, was to buy a property everywhere I went, right? The aviation training pipeline, you move a lot. And I'd heard, hey, man, just buy wherever you can go. Buy a house, buy a house, buy a house. Uh, so that was going to be my plan. I didn't know anything, didn't know how to do it or how I was going to do it, but then that, that's what everybody was doing and that's what I was going to do. Uh, so I got to Pensacola, Florida in early 2008, realized how fluid the aviation pipeline really was and was, was got a little scared off of my, my plan. Uh, worked out well for me because a couple months later, we, we all know what happened in 2008. Um, so some of my guys, some of the, the guys who gave me that advice were now uh, upside down in some houses. Uh, now, you know, Fast forward a, a decade or so, they're still doing okay if they held on to it, right? But um, so made it through the training pipeline for a couple of years and then bought my first single family home when I got to here to North Carolina for my first duty station. Uh, did not use a VA loan for that because I'd saved up a little bit of money. Uh, mistake number one, didn't understand rates of return or, or what I could, else the opportunity cost I could use for that down payment. So, so tally those up for me while as I go. Uh, did, did uh, a few years in the fleet, got PCS orders, bought my second uh, single family home with the VA loan this time at my second duty station, uh, hired a property manager for my first. Uh, six months later, I fired them and that became uh, or started my hatred of property managers, which uh, is also a, a reoccurring theme. Um, a few years later, you up for PCS orders again. Uh, at this point, I was... Uh, managing two single family homes in two different states with no property managers. Uh, and that's really where I started to, to appreciate the importance of automating processes when you can and building teams when you can. Um, and then during that, uh, that PCS was actually to business school. So I got to go to the school in Marine Corps Dime. Um, and that really kicked the whole investing thing into, into over overdrive, right? Like I, I was really starting to understand a lot of the, the, the concepts and stuff that I didn't understand when I was younger and, uh, and really started to want to get aggressive. So I bought my third, uh, single family home, uh, while out in California using the Burr method, which I'm sure you're, you're familiar with, uh, use that to buy, uh, another, uh, single family home. Um, and actually just did a straight flip on that one. Um, and with that, I was like, all right, I've, I've done now four single family homes. Uh, I want to go bigger. And I think that's usually a kind of a journey a lot of people take, right? Um, and so I, 
I just decided, hey, I, I read a book about uh, triple net leases. I'm like, man, that, that's what I want to go. I want to go in that direction. And so I started underwriting uh, commercial, probably small um, strip malls type stuff and, and got really close on a couple of deals. Did never, never happened. In the meantime, I got in with some syndication deals as an LP uh, on those and, and did well and um, uh, kind of pivoted from the, the, the small commercial, hadn't really done a deal. And uh, went to start going to multifamily. Uh, just just made a pivot one day. I was like, hey, I'm gonna try this again or try this this way. And it was during that kind of process, was looking for these small um, commercial multifamily six to twelve units that uh, I got uh, just an email, I think, of a of a duplex on Topsail Island, North Carolina. Which if you're uh, East Coast Marine, you know Topsail Island. Uh, and I was almost just gonna delete the email. Like, I don't, I don't need this. And I was like, let me just look at it. And then, you know, part of the, when the lines in, in the description was, Hey, it's got a hundred thousand dollars of income last year. And I was like, man, that, that's pretty good. So I started looking more and more into it. I called a buddy of mine who I knew was in the, the short-term real estate or short-term rentals, uh, talked to him a little bit. And then I was like, man, maybe, maybe this is where this, maybe this is my pivot. Maybe we'll, 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 we'll go here. Um, didn't get that first deal, but got another deal. And that was of April of last year. Uh, we actually, we got a half duplex in Emerald Isle, North Carolina, which is a, a little bit further north than Topsail. So it's, you know, but still in that Camp Lejeune, Cherry Point area, uh, a little bit more of a resort type area there. Uh, we, so we, we've had that place now for a year. And then just last month, we closed on a full duplex about a mile away. Um, so we are, we are now operating um, three uh, units on Emerald Isle that we own. Uh, and then, so we are, we are now in the scaling phase of the business and we've got, uh, verbals, uh, on three additional units, uh, this fall after the, after the busy season. And oh, so we're looking cool. to, to, to scale, scale from there. That's awesome. Uh, and I definitely want to dig into the short-term rental stuff, especially in that area. I'm, I'm actually not familiar with Emerald Island, but I'm definitely familiar with topsoil so, or topsail. So, uh, Curious, you know, so you, you, you dodged a bullet, it sounds like in 2008. And so I wanted to just make sure that I point that out because I personally, I hate the advice that you should always buy a house at every duty station, no matter what, because it's like, well, if the market, if you bought at the right time, you're going to, that's going to be great advice. But if you bought at the wrong time, that's not going to be great advice. And I know both sides of the coin. So I always tell people like, Hey, you should always buy at every duty station if it makes sense as an investment that you can hold on to and you're okay with being stuck with it for a while because you might get that way. As long as you buy the right way, then yeah, sure, buy everywhere. But uh, I'm definitely glad. I mean, if you had if you had bought and it had tanked, you probably wouldn't be doing it anymore. So yeah, yeah, you're right. And you know, and and I, I agree with you. But you you remember the, the advice I got was in 2007, right when it was free money. You could get anything for any price, you know, uh, anybody. Um, and, and so, yeah, there was, there was several people that I know that, that did that. They bought, they bought, they bought, they bought. And then several months later, all of a sudden they're, they're 22, 23 years old. They're upside down and, and by, by a lot and, and maybe one or two, two properties. And, and like I said, you know, it, it may have worked, it worked out for them if they held, but if they got scared, they, uh, you know, they lost and, and you're right. I think I did dodge a bullet cause that, you know, that would be scary as your first deal to be under underwater <laughs> pretty soon, you know, after, yeah. after you do it. Yeah. I know, I know a couple of people who lost their shirt in 08 and, you know, um, several of them are back in the game. Um, you know, in fact, I almost, I almost appreciate that when I talk to somebody and it's like, oh yeah, I lost, uh, you know, I, I, who was I talking to the other day? Uh, lost a million dollars in 2007 and it's like, or 2008. And it's like, you know, but they're very successful now and they didn't lose everything. And it's like, okay, well like there's someone that I can have a conversation with about all this stuff who, who genuinely understands, you know, the risk and the, and everything. And it's, it's always very insightful when you can talk to people who've uh, been through a recession like that. Cause you know, I mean, I've been investing since 2015, so things have been great. It's easy to look yeah. like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think you're right. I think as long as you come out on the other side and you still got something, uh, even if that's just a hard lesson learned, uh, you'll know what to look out for the next time. Yeah, absolutely. So you move from single families and you learn the property management lesson, which, uh, I've been fortunate. I had a good property manager, but, uh, and she's still awesome. Are you still self-managing those ones? 
Uh, so, so, so uh, I guess I skip part of this. I own one of them now. Uh, I have divested uh, the the I divested the first two I bought, uh, and that's how we funded uh, these last deals. What was from those? You know, was we sold in 2019. I'm sorry, 2020 and 21. Um, good time, so good time it, it to sell a house. To time to sell those houses and and and, and move up. So um, the Emerald Isle. Uh, run me through kind of what those types of numbers look like. Because so I remember looking at uh, top sale back. I was out there. Was it twenty? I don't know. Twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, and I remember looking at some of those prices and thinking, "Man, this this house is worth this much money." Eh, it's not you know eh, overpriced, whatever. And I didn't realize the Airbnb income potential because some of those properties bring in a very substantial amount of money. Obviously, if you're talking someone made a hundred grand through Airbnb on a property, like that's that's enough to justify a pretty solid mortgage. So I'm kind of curious, like what you're, you know, if you can walk us through some of those deals, what they look yeah, like. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So the first one uh, we did, um, it's kind of, it, again, kind of fell in a lap. We, we opened the aperture a little bit once we saw that first duplex over in, in Topsoil and, and opened up a little bit. Again, we, we had a pretty good team uh, of people working uh, with us and this deal came through. Um, it was, I, I got no problem. I'll give you the actual numbers. It was, we got it for around eight. Um, and then, and so that is a, that's a beachfront unit, you know, your own private walkover, the whole, the whole nine yards. Uh, it's about 2000 square feet. Uh, really nicely finished, just a nice, nice property. Um, and then our first year, so we're, we're just over a year now. Uh, we did, uh, just over a hundred K uh, and gross. Right. So, um, and, and part of that, part of that was we were, we were down for about a month cause we had to do some, we had to do some siding work, uh, in the winter time. Uh, so we, we, we closed the books completely on that. Um, and so that's the rough, I think the, uh, the, you know, I think that that number is a little inflated simply because, you know, it, the, the owner we bought it from, had already had been running as as a as a short terminal for a while, so some of those numbers we got, we got like basically the entire booking. For, you know, whereas you know most times somebody you, you pay like fifty percent up front, and so if you paid in twenty twenty or you booked in twenty twenty, you paid fifty percent up front, and then you didn't actually stay until twenty twenty one. So because we bought it, you know, mid April, we got a little bit of a little bit of play in those numbers, but we also skipped out on a couple of months of, so I think it probably evens about out. And, that, and that's what we're projecting for this year for that property. I mean, that's solid. I mean, did, did you have to go, I'm assuming obviously investment loan, but did you have to go full 25% no. down or what is that? So, so the, this is, this is a good part about this. Um, and it, it, it actually kind of ties into a couple of one of your other guests with asset protection. I bought this, I bought this first one as a, as a uh, second home. Ah, nice. That's, right. Yeah. So was that fifteen percent, ten percent down? Uh, I think I did twenty. I got twenty down. Okay. So still, 20. I mean, so. yeah, twenty percent down on that. Uh, I mean, the you know, hundred k gross. Even if your net is half of that, that's a incredible return on investment. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So okay, so you were like, wow, this works obviously because you have <laughs> now bought another duplex. Um, yep. So what uh, is the the duplex similar numbers or have you seen so the market inflate? I haven't. Yes. So this 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 new duplex. Uh, keep in mind, the, the first one I bought was a half, so it's only one unit. Uh, the the new one uh, didn't get as good of a deal on it. Uh, a couple of things. One, the, the market increased. You know, like everything else, the market's increasing. Um, it's a it's it's a second row second slash third row. So it's not right on the water. And so that's a, that's a whole, whole different ballgame that we had to learn a little bit uh, about marking that. But uh, the good news about this property is uh, it, it's a value add. Um, so it was a, it was a long-term rental for the last eight to nine years, I think. Um, and so we, we came in and brought, brought the property. We did, we've done some work already just to get it, you know, Fast and Furious, we, 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 we bought it, we listed it, 
get it on all the all the all the channels and then we start making uh doing uh work little things right now like we're you know adding a putting green uh we've we've uh, put some really, really nice outdoor showers. And once the season's over, we're going to put a pool in the back. Um, and so that's really, th that's when we're going to see really the numbers that we're, we're projecting is once we get that pool. Um, because what I, what I found, and, and again, this is, this is, uh, very specific to beach resort type areas. If you're not on the water, the pool really, really helps that second and third row. And, and so that's what we're waiting on. Uh, once, once we get through something, the summer book, the books are pretty much there for the summer. There, it's almost all already booked out both sides. Um, so we've got to wait a little bit until really kind of the fall where it slows down just a little bit. So we get time to put the pool in and then, and then we'll mm. really see the return on that one. That's awesome. Uh, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought of the, that that would make a significant difference, but I guess that's, that, I mean, that makes sense in Missouri that people don't really care about having swimming pools. So, uh, you know, it, it's all about knowing your, knowing your market and knowing your area. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, you, you know, people in our market, they, they come mainly the big, the big season is obviously Memorial day uh, through labor day, the, at their week long bookings. And, uh, it's a lot of people out of state. So we get a lot of Midwesterners, a lot of people from like Virginia, Maryland area, and then even from like the South, like Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, right? So they're coming a, a long way to the you know, beautiful North Carolina coast and, and they want that kind of full experience. So anything you can do to set your property uh, apart from, from the rest, right? So uh, we're in the process now of putting in a very large putting arena that we've uh, we bought the property. It was very overgrown in the front. You couldn't even see the house from the the, the street. We went in, we ripped all that uh, excess foliage out, left some stuff that looks good. And now we've got this big open area that we're going to put the putting green. So the, when you drive past this, this property, uh, you see this nice, large, we're talking like 18 by, by 12 foot putting green. Um you know, it's just something that sets it apart. And then you imagine going with your buddies and all like, Hey, we're out here and we're chipping out of the sand trap on the putting green. We're having a couple of beers after the, uh, being at the beach all day. It's just, it's just something that, that other properties around don't have. So it sets us apart. Yeah. Most, most of them probably have cornhole, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is, which is great, but yeah. you know, having something additional is, is awesome. So that's super cool. Obviously. Okay. And, and we had kind of alluded to this earlier, but we're going to dive right in. You, you are an active duty Marine who is not exactly just all the time in the world, right? You're, you're a busy human being. Uh, and I know what some of y'all's aviation schedules can look like. So, uh, you know, everyone always says swinging with the wing until you get with <laughs> the wing and you're like, it's not nearly as much swinging as you'd like to think. Um, yeah, so how are you, how are you managing this? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's like, I kind of, I cued in a little bit earlier. It, it's about automation and, and, and doing as much as you can. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Southern man. So let, let, let's tell a story. All right. Let's, uh, let, let's talk you through. Let's say, let's say that you, hey, you're out in Missouri. You're like, man, I really missed Eastern North Carolina. I want to go back and just, I'm going to take the wife and the kids. We're going to go have a good time. And so you get on, you get on Airbnb and, uh, and you're like, you know what? I want to, uh, I'm going to go to Airbnb or VRBO or, or whatever. And you're like, I want to go to the Damerlau and you, and you search us and you, and you see, you find five properties that are what you want in, in, in a property. Okay. And let's say that I'm one of those. And, uh, let's say you, you're like, man, I, you got a question or something. So you email me a question. I don't know what it is. Let's say it's something like, Hey, hey do you do a lot of pets? So maybe I want to bring my dog. Right. And I'm a, I mean, my, you back. Hey man, I appreciate your, your, your interest, blah, blah, blah. Sorry. We don't allow pets in our properties because of this, 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 right. And a couple of weeks later, uh, you hadn't booked yet. A couple of weeks later, you uh, you see that hey, two of these properties are uh, are booked of the five that that you saw, and uh, two of the there's three remaining, mine plus two others, and those two others are priced the same, but my my price went up, right? Well, the market's changed, obviously. So, but the price went up. You're like, oh man, he's kind of on my he's kind of on my uh, out of my price range now. So I'll wait a little bit longer. You procrastinate till three weeks prior to your time. Time to, time to leave, right? And your wife's bugging, your wife's bugging. And you're like, all right, I'll get it, I'll get it, I'll get it. So you get on there and lo and behold, you still see mine. It's the only one left. Uh, but my price has now dropped uh, back down into your range. Like, sweet. So you book it. Okay. 
soon as you book it, I'll get a notification. I gotta, I'm gonna alert my, my cleaning crew, like, hey, listen, David's coming this day to this day. You guys need to clean it here and here. All right. And then I'm gonna send you an email. I'm gonna introduce you to my wife and me and talk, talk about our business and talk about some of the stuff that's, that's great about Emerald Isle and, and all the things you can do. Um, two weeks out, I'll send you this like welcome packet that's got everything you need to you need to know about the property, what to bring, what to pack, where to eat, uh, where to get the spa treatments, where to get a beer, all this kind of stuff. You know, everything you need to know. Three days out, I'm gonna send you an email that says, Hey, uh, we don't do keys here. We do all uh, electric locks and this is your code. All right. It's only gonna work from this day to this day. And I've already programmed all the locks on the property. It's ready for you. All right. And then the big day comes, right? You go there, you get you get the you get the property, you get there, and what's the first thing you and your family going to do? Mm, I mean, you obviously use the electronic key codes, but uh, it, I don't know. Come on, man! I look at your Instagram feed every day. I know exactly what you're going to do. Hey, you're you're going to log on the picture. You're gonna, yeah, you're going to log on the Wi-Fi, and you're going to post a selfie. That's that right. okay. Yeah, that works. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You got me. And, and, right. and it's not it's not gonna be just you. It's gonna be it's gonna be your wife and it'd be the grandma and the aunt and everybody else that you brought down with you. They're all gonna they're all gonna log on the Wi-Fi. When they log on the Wi-Fi, they're gonna get this Target or Starbucks like splash page that introduces our brand and they're gonna put all their information in. They're going to enter and then I'm gonna allow them to get on the Wi-Fi. All right, and then we'll send them an email to give them the welcome packet because I know daggone well that you forgot to send everybody else the welcome packet, so they're going into it blind, right? Um, yeah. Right. And then, the so you're going to have a great time there. Hopefully you won't have any issues. And then the night before you check out, I'll send you a quick little reminder, like, Hey David, uh, this is what you need to do for tomorrow for checkout. Make sure you're out by 10 AM. So we can get the cleaning crew in that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and then, you know, I'll see you, you'll leave about three days later. I'm going to say, I'm going to write a nice review on Airbnb because that's who you book with. And I said, Hey, David was the greatest guest ever. He lived us so clean. Thank you so much. Uh, for visiting us at Crystal Shoals Vacation Rentals, you know, please come back again or something, right? Uh, and after that, the marketing email is going to start, right? And and so, if you think about what we just talked about, right? That that that's the story from from you know, the first engagement with me all the way through, uh, you know, the marketing engagements afterwards, right? That's a lot of work on my part, right? Lots of lots of energy, lots of time, lots of coming home after a long flight and doing all this kind of stuff. Now, what if I ever told you that everything I just mentioned? I didn't do like I had the only time I spent on your, on, on your booking was a couple seconds. I looked down and got an email letting me know that you booked, right? Everything else in that whole chain of events was automated. Now I put a lot of effort into the front side of that, but, but now it can repeat and repeat and repeat. So we're talking about that was one guest in the summer, right? You know, I'm going to have 43, at least 43 individual groups coming through just for this summer over three properties. I don't have the time to do what we just <laughs> talked about every yeah. single guest, right? Yeah. Or but I have to do it on time. Exactly. Right. But I have systems in place to do that for me. And that's really the key, um, you know, is, is to, is to have these systems in place and, and, uh, you can't do it all yourself. And so, um, you know, I have, uh, I have, I pay, in some cases, I pay for uh, systems that, that allow me to do that. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I'm curious what your, uh, you mentioned marketing emails. What does that look like? Is that you just saying, hey, you know, if you guys are coming back out here next year, like how long does that sequence go on? I've, uh, not, I've not heard of somebody doing the back end like that. That's cool. Okay. So, uh, well, let's, let's, let's start, let's start from the beginning, right? So let's okay. talk about, uh, let's talk about one, finding the property. Okay. And so, uh, you know, everybody talks about Airbnb. A lot of people know about the VRBO or I guess or Verbo now. Uh, right. And, and, but from what I've seen, a lot of the, the smaller, small time, uh, short-term rental people, you choose one or the other, you're in one camp or the other. I'm in both. All right. So we're on, we're on both. We have our own website. Uh, we're on, uh, uh, Travelocity. We're on all the, all these things. Right. And in order to do that, you have to have a channel manager. If, 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 if you know what that is. Right. And so, uh, we, we, uh, we use one that, that we just transitioned to here recently from a, from a, a different provider. It works really, really well. A lot of those automations I talked about are through that. So basically anything pre-booking, all those engagements that I have with, with our guests are all through my channel manager. 
you know, so they, they do the, the, the payment collecting, they do the lease agreements, they do uh, the security deposit, do all that kind of stuff. And, and, and so it takes a lot of work on the front end to say, this is what I wanted to say. So it's, these aren't just form emails sent out, you know, they're, they're addressed to you by name and they, they, it, there's a lot of thought and, and effort put into it. It's just re- repeated automatically. Um, and so that that's how we get all of our listings out on the different OTAs, uh, online travel agencies. And that, so that just increases your exposure, right? The, the more people that see your, what you offer, the, the more competition you're going to have uh, for your units, the, the higher price you can pay. Uh, the other uh, thing that we, that we use uh, is a dynamic pricing software. Um, if you're familiar with that, and the, basically that just says it's just one giant algorithm. It takes a lot of, of data, uh, and it says, Hey, this is what you should pr- uh, price your unit based on the market. And, you know, but it does it every single day, each day for all the properties. Right. And it pushes it out. And so that goes through our channel manager and then out. Um, and then the, 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 that, those are pretty common. I think if you talk to most, uh, uh, STR people that they can, they can at least have a conversation on those two things. Uh, but I think what we're, what we're special in, in what we do is that, that Wi-Fi. Um, we use a company called Stayfi, and I got no problem putting it out there. If you, if you don't, um, um, if you don't mind. Nope. I'm, I'm Googling it right now. Uh, the, the guy who started this name, the guy named, uh, Arthur Coker, he is a phenomenal individual, uh, had a really, he found him a niche and really has exploited it and done really, really well. He offers a, a great service. Um, and so what you do, uh, with them is, is we buy, we basically buy, um, an access point that hooks to a, a router and it goes, uh, in the property. Uh, and what that allows us to do is one, it, it restricts who can get on the internet. So you have to put in. Your, your data for the internet, right? Or to, to access the Wi-Fi. Everyone in the party wants to access the Wi-Fi. So our units go from uh, six is our smallest unit up to 14. And so w- when someone books your property, if they book it through Airbnb, Airbnb is going to, first of all, Airbnb is going to hide their email, right? Right. So you don't get to, you don't get to have that, get that email from them unless you ask for them. And they give it, technically you're supposed to do that, right? But that's, that's just one contact for a group of 14, but when that person comes in that group, they come, they check in and every one of those 14 people try to get on the Wi-Fi. I now get all of their, all of their, their contact information, not just one, but all 14. And at that point, uh, and then it's, it's fully integrated with my channel manager and it's fully integrated with my, uh, my, my email marketing, which I'm sure you're familiar with as a, as a real estate investor. So it's, it's automated. So you put your email in. You, you, I send you that welcome packet that you, the booker forgot to give everybody. At that point, now I can start sending you other emails. And it's not, it's not just, just general spam email. It's very targeted. So I say, we say, Hey, we thank them. We thank every guest when they check out five days out. Hey, you know, we say, Hey, listen, if you enjoyed today, we'd really like a review. All right. Reviews drive traffic on, on, on the OTAs. Right. So, Hey, you know, would you, would you consider, uh, give us a review? Uh, and if they're not the booker, they can't give it through Airbnb, but they can give it through Google. And so that goes on our website. So we farm those. Right. Um, and then we introduce other properties. You know, they may have stayed in one property and only saw that one property, but they don't know what else we offer. They don't know about the other property we have, or, you know, hopefully next, next year when we're offering six or nine or 12 more properties, we say, Hey, listen, here's other properties. Uh, well, let's introduce you to those. Um, we send, we send out an email saying, Hey, by the way, you came to Emerald in the summertime, but look at all the great things that are happening on Emerald Isle during the fall or during the winter or during the spring. And so it's just, you're constantly keeping your brand at the top of their mind. So, you know, every 30 days, every 60 days, we're just kind of checking in with them. Like, Hey, by the way, did you, did you know this event's happening next month? You know, that type of thing. Or if we, when we add a new property, we'll send a mass email and say, Hey, by the way, we have a new property. Why don't you check it out? This, this is what our offering is. So it's just a way to, to keep your brand uh, on their mind and keep it engaging uh, with, with your, with your guests. Well, and it's super cool that you're able to do it with everyone in the party. So the Airbnb that I have upstairs is, <laughs> it's a four bed, two and a half bath with a, uh, two pull out couches that sleeps 12, right? So mm-hmm. the amount of people that I have not been able to communicate with who I know oh. have used my Wi-Fi, uh, that's super, super, super cool. 
And so, okay, so I'm just for <clears throat> for clarity for everyone else who's listening, uh, you mind telling us which channel manager, uh, yeah. dynamic pricing, and uh, email marketing systems you yeah. use? Yeah. Uh, so I, I use owner reservations uh, for my channel manager. Okay. Um, I switched from a different one. I won't. I won't mention them. They were fine, uh, but but I with OR, I just got is a lot more tools in the toolkit. Um, uh, one example of that is they allow me to integrate my uh, electronic locks. So whereas when we first started, someone would book, I'd get their phone number. We used the last four digits of your phone number, right? So I get their phone number. I'd have to go. I'm guessing you use the schlag and code uh, <laughs> locks. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't at first. I bought a different brand, which was terrible, and I went to uh, Schlagen Code, and they're the best. Um, but I was taking, I would going from my channel manager on my computer, looking at my phone, going to the other other locks app, and like having to put their codes in. It was kind of a pain, right? So uh, I use Onores tied in with a, a company called Remote Lock. Uh, so basically, whenever you book. It automatically goes through my system and it pushes your information out to the locks with your date and time. And so no one else can use your code during that time. No one else knows your code. And I don't have to mess with it on my phone. Um, and what else? Are you? Oh, um, price. I use Price Labs for the dynamic pricing, uh, which is a fairly big company. I think they're fairly well known as well. <clears throat> yeah, I think they're one of the two. Uh, so I use Guesty for my channel manager. The same reason they do the the lock integration thing for the last four, which I love because when I, uh, when I rocked, uh, I did two Airbnbs for spare bedrooms at a house that I actually was renting in San Diego. So I got the landlord. I was like, Hey, I'll sign a two year lease today. If you agree to let me sublet bedrooms when my family's out of town and they were like, Oh yeah, that's totally fine. And then awesome. There and so it was in the lease. And then I just no. never mentioned that my family had already moved back to Missouri and I was in a <laughs> geo bachelor. And so 95% of the year, they weren't going to be there. Um, no. And so I rented two rooms out on Airbnb. But one of the biggest gripes I had was at the time, like I couldn't change the doorknob and stuff. I mean, I probably could have, but I didn't want to because it was a rental, yada, yada. And so they just had the garage code, which wasn't the end of the world. I only had issue once, but there was once that uh, never again, right? So uh, I had a guest who booked on a Tuesday for a Wednesday, Thursday stay, and they were local. And they, I was one of the rules was like, hey, if you're local, you have to send me a message. I don't accept local bookings because, you know, I had some trouble with, you know, I always felt like, man, if I got a, a single dude who's trying to stay in my bedroom for like one or two nights, like the night of either he's probably hooking up with someone he doesn't need to. He just got kicked out of his place. Like there's not really a good situation for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, that was one of my things. And sure enough, this guy books on a Tuesday for a Wednesday, Thursday. And I kid you not, I come home Tuesday, the day, like 24 hours before his booking starts, he is making pancakes in the kitchen. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, buddy, like, you know, the house hasn't been cleaned. Like I was, I did the cleaning myself cause I lived in the house. So I didn't care. And, uh, and it was a bedroom. So it was really easy to clean. Um, and I'm like, he's like, you know, he ended up, he left, I got Airbnb to do whatever, but he tried to leave me a review. And I was like, no, no. Cause he was upset. The, the place wasn't ready for him. And I'm like, you showed up 24 hours early. So yeah, the electronic locks are a game changer. And then I use, Absolutely. uh, beyond pricing, which is the, only, yep, I think, I think one. that and price labs are the two biggest. Yep. So, and they both, I mean, man, the amount of money that those platforms make you, uh, by changing, the price. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's well, crazy. It, it's a couple. One, one obviously, they're going to stay on t on top of your pricing much more than you can, right? And and uh, dude, I, I'm a nerd. I love going in there and I'm play with the algorithms and like you know, I'll change a little bit of what they're doing. And you can do that, or you can just use what they do. But the other, another key thing that that uh, get, and I don't know all the ins and outs, but I think it works. And that is it because they update your prices every day. Something in the OTA algorithm. You know, like you're at your listings more active because you're making mm. changes every single day. So I think you actually get better search results uh, by using those. So I like so that. That's yeah. benefit. I, I just increased my, uh, my average and my minimum by 15% on, uh, uh, literally 30 minutes ago, like right before we got on this call on my last call, someone mentioned something about short term and I was like, Oh, you know, I haven't, I haven't tweaked the pricing. I haven't checked my, my pricing in a little bit. 
And I looked at it and sure enough, it was like, Hey, you're, you're, you know, much more, much higher traffic, much higher bookings this far out and that far out than everyone else. You could probably increase your prices and be fine. I'm like, Oh, thank you. Boop, boop, boop. You know, extra 20 bucks a night or whatever. Um, probably a little bit more, but, um, uh, yeah, I love it. And it makes things just so simple. Um, but I'm this Wi-Fi thing's awesome. I'm definitely, I can't, I can't, out. I can't say enough about it. And, and, you know, it's, it's six bucks a month per, per AP, um, which is, which is dirt cheap. I mean, I've, I've got, you know, my, my, my email list is 500 people long, you know, for a year. And that, and that, that is 500 people who have been in my unit. That's awesome. Yeah. That's wow. That's so cool. Um, I'm, I wonder, I'm going to like, man, if they have an affiliate, I'm going to go blow their platform up. <laughs> they do. And uh, as a matter of fact, I, I am one of their affiliates. So if you would like to get 20% off of your, uh, of your safe life for, for the, the <laughs> podcast world, please, please see my website. I'll, I'll direct you. <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely hit you up for that rather than going through this. I'll use your link, but um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, you know, I'm admittedly with the brand and everything, I'm a marketing guy, at least somewhat by, by force. Right. And so, you know, leads and, 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 uh, email, you know, getting, building your list is not the easiest thing in the world. Right. Not, I'm at a spot now where I probably add, I mean, it's kind of crazy where we're at. I, I probably add on average about 150 people a week to my email list through actually it's probably closer to 200. Cause I've got all the stuff on the website, but then people who are joining the Facebook group will manually input it so that we can add them to the list if they want to. It's an optional thing, but um, you know, but all that took time and effort to build out. This is so organic. It's like they are paying you to stay there. And hey, by the way, we've got all this awesome free Wi-Fi. It's all yours as long as you're cool with me hitting you up about future yeah. properties. Yeah. And another thing is, you know, one, it's your branding, right? And and you talk about marketing. Branding is everything. Uh, and I've learned that, especially when you start when you when you when you're at the point where we're scaling, right? And, and not only am I scaling, I want people I'm gonna fill my properties, but but pretty soon I'm gonna start co-hosting with other people. So I wanna fill their properties, but it's still gonna be under our brand. And so that brand recognition, right? Like when when you log on, you see you see our logo, right? You see the 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 uh, uh, the background depending on what property it is and then when you click submit it takes you to our website um so it, it just familiarizes the guest with that and and you know obviously if you're in short-term game you know uh how much more flexibility you get when those bookings come direct right when you're not we're not rolling through the otas when they come direct you there's so much more um you know, flexibility and leverage that you can use for that. And so you introduce them to booking directly with you versus going back through the OTA. You know, by the way, the other OTAs, they don't even want to give you the real, the real email. Now I have the real email of the actual guest who booked as well. Well, that's why they didn't want to give it to you. <laughs> well, that and, you know, whatever else. Do you, um, I'm curious, and this is more a market thing. So when I lived in San Diego, uh, and I Airbnb'd, you know, or short-term rental, those two bedrooms in the two years that I did that, I had one Verbo booking and it was garbage. And so I just, after like a year, I just shut it down. It was like, all right, all Airbnb. And so when I moved here, I was like, eh, Airbnb. And then one of my buddies was like, dude, it's market specific, put it on both. And so I'm like, all right, fine. I'll go and upload everything and I'll try again. And I've only had three verbo bookings since then but i mean granted that was only like three months ago um and there were already a lot of airbnb bookings so not a whole lot of space but the for whatever reason my average like price per night is probably like 156 on airbnb all three of those bookings have been over 200 a night on vrbo and i have no idea why but they are willing to pay like substantially more and they've all been longer stays so those three bookings are probably encompass like a 25 days, you know, whatever. And they're probably the equivalent of two months worth of the Airbnb bookings I'd been getting. And so I'm, I'm curious, like, do you see 
a difference in your market? Is there one that's clearly better? I'm, I'm trying to figure out like if it's just market specific or if there's a method of the madness. I think it is. And again, I'm talking about one very specific market. Um, but from what I've seen, if you, if you just go on and you get on and you, you search Emerald Isle on either one of those platforms, there are a lot more properties on VRBO. And I think because it's just it was just a more well established, longer running, uh, and then you know that it is that is a is by definition it's a vacation area, right? And whereas a lot of Airbnb, at least I get the feeling that Airbnb is more marketed more towards you know your younger weekend stays in the city type thing, where this you know generally this, our demographic is is older, uh, more well established, and they're they're looking for those longer stays. So a lot of the properties. Uh, or use those, and they're long-term. They're long-time users. I mean, the the person I bought our first property from only advertised on VRBO. Nothing else. No, no, not, not on their own website. Not on Airbnb. Nothing but VRBO. Um, I will say that I, I don't. I wouldn't say we're an early adopter of Airbnb in our property, but there there aren't a whole lot of Airbnb listings on Emerald, and because of that, a majority of my bookings are coming from Airbnb. Uh, up, upwards of 50 to 60% of my OTA traffic comes from Airbnb. We're on booking.com as well. Um, uh, and and there, I think booking.com and VRBO is about even. Um, See, I haven't, and, I haven't gone that route on the short term. So we, we have a hotel and on the hotel, we are everywhere. Uh, I Currently, I'm occupied enough that I'm like, Okay, whatever. No. Um, but I think that's probably the next step is to build out the website and actually have everything in once you know all the d- different booking platforms. Yeah, that's cool. I, I'm still I'm still like staring at the Stayfy thing over here. <laughs> like, man, I thought when you were like automation, I was like, okay, cool. This will be a conversation I've had before. Uh, you know, and some of it, sure, but uh, I don't know how I've never heard of this because, yeah. and, and you know what. It, I won't say what it probably is. It, 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 in my head, it probably is that a lot of these guys are real estate investors, not marketers. And so they don't, they're not looking for the edge on the marketing side. They're like, oh yeah, I'm getting bookings in Airbnb and VRBO. That's great. But where this is really going to shine for you, like it's one thing for you to be Emerald Isle. I've got 12 properties. If you're coming back here, you know, we'll stay on top of mind. If you come out, you know, you're going to hit all those people who are annual uh guests they're going to remember you instead of everyone else like all oh, that's great where this is really going to get crazy for you is not that you need to do this but like let's say all of a sudden you own a property in miami and you own a property in san diego and you own a property in the rockies and whatever and now these people who are on your list know hey we're going to this place next and he's got a place there well we'll just do that rather than taking a risk on some other airbnb host that we've never seen exactly with. exactly it's that, cool. it's, that, it's that brand recognition, you know, and, and, and again, as we, as we, we pivot and going into the co-hosting thing, this is just something that I can, I can use in my deck when I, when I'm pitching to a new owner, I like, Hey, listen, no one else on the island is doing this and, and look at all, look at these people that I have that I can, that I can show them now, now my list becomes your list. And you know, what gets even crazier with this? Not that you need to do this, but as the wheels are turning in my head, uh, this isn't limited to hosting because you've got email access. So there is probably a spot in here for you as this grows. Once you get to where you've got a, you know, I mean, a couple thousand people and you're wanting to play play the game on the email marketing, I could see a spot where you can send you know, if you have a discount code for an airlines or a, uh, you know, Hey, if you're interested in getting started in hosting, I'd love to give you some, some tips on, you know, what we've done to achieve success. Like here's a whole bunch of affiliates that you could use to sign up for this. Like there's a lot of plays to make money through an email list that people don't think about to, to include the point that you, it probably wouldn't be hard for you to find some local businesses that would be willing to sponsor your newsletter on a recurring basis for you to plug, Hey, this is my favorite restaurant in town, or here's a $5 coupon to your, you know, this awesome coffee shop right down the street. Uh, I mean, the, the, this is exactly why platforms like Airbnb and VRBO and, um, in, in like the online marketing, uh, like coaching world, uh, 
Udemy was this platform that blew up for like super basic courses, but they didn't let you maintain emails because they wanted everyone to stay on the platform. And so the companies realize how infinitely valuable all of that information is. And so the fact that you found a way to, to get all that for every guest, not just the person who, who booked it is, I mean, my wheels are turning. There's so much value that you could, you can eventually get out yeah. of that as you play with it. And it's not just from bookings, which is cool. Yeah. Man, I'm like, man, I'm going to go reach out to my <laughs> local coffee shop and be like, yo, I'll give every single guest a $5 coupon. If you pay me $200 a month to sponsor my email list. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I, I might do that this weekend when I go up to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you there's some companies out there that'll, that'll yeah. do something like that. And the cool thing with that is that's a win-win because if you feed people into their business, they make money. But if you send all your guests a $5 coupon to whatever, they're all going to be like, Oh my goodness. Especially yeah. if you time it to where it's like the day they check out and it's like, Oh, the last thing I remember before writing a review is he gifted me something. That's now there I go. feel I like, like I got to give him five stars. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> So. Oh man, that's awesome. Okay, so we've talked about a whole bunch of stuff here, and you know, obviously, I, I want to respect your time. I'm curious, uh, you know, what's your what's your goal for the next like year or two with this? Uh, you know, like I said, we're we're in the, we're in the scaling. Um, I want I want to get uh, I, I think short term in the next uh, two years. Uh, I'm looking for ten properties uh, total. Um, and then, and, and I think in the long term, and when I say for long term, I'm saying five years, nothing, nothing beyond that. Um, part of that's because I retire in five years. <laughs> um, but I, I want to be able to step away. Uh, I actually met a, a good buddy, actually a squadron buddy of mine, uh, the other day. Uh, I hadn't seen him in, in years and he's doing well. Uh, and, and he's, uh, he's in the M and A type stuff now. And, and he said, Hey, listen, man, he goes, uh, if you can't step away from your business for six months and it still be profitable, you don't own a business. You're only self-employed. Um, and that's where I want to get to. I'm not there. I'm not there right now. Uh, but, but, but in the next five years, I want to get, I want to get there. I want to build this thing up where, uh, I can hire hopefully a newly separated Marine. I'm, I'm right here in Marine land, uh, and, and get someone, uh, and teach them and, and help them grow, uh, and then grow this business. Yeah. So uh, try to, I mean, I, I think that's, I, I agree with your, your buddy's definition, right. Of the self-employed piece. And, you know, it's interesting because short-term rentals by nature is a much more active version of real estate investing. And so a lot of people just kind of own that. And they get stuck in the trap, which is fine. Um, the only thing I do through my platform is, you know, if somebody asks me a question, I'll respond. But all my all my other stuff is automated, and my cleaning is automated, and all that other stuff. And so it's pretty easy to be, unless there's an issue and someone has to reach out. It's very hands off. But I only have one. But I think that you're you're spot on, right? You just hire somebody once you get to a point where you can afford to hire them. But what I would say is. I don't know if you've looked into this yet, but if I was you, I would 100% look into uh, getting some skill bridge interns while, I mean, you're, you know, I've had four people intern with me on skill bridge in the last two years. Um, and a lot of those are like a friend and they do a little bit here and a little bit there. And, and, you know, it's a mutually beneficial thing where they're getting to EAS. And so they get time to work on their own stuff. But I mean, that'd be a really solid way for you to find that. That's person. a great idea. Yeah, yeah absolutely. you get six months of them working for you for free while the Marine Corps yeah. pays them, and then if they love it, you and you love it, there's the job, and if not, there's the door. You're welcome yeah. for helping you EAS. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing seeing where things grow and where things go, and uh, I'm gonna make sure that if I ever stay at your place, I don't log onto your Wi-Fi, so I don't have to get solicited. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, that's, I mean, that's super cool. Like I'm, I'm excited about exploring, uh, this, this venture as a, a bonus for what I'm doing already. So, uh, that's incredibly valuable to me and I'm sure to the listeners as well. Uh, I guess I'd be curious to just know, uh, you know, I don't ask this question enough. Is there a book that you recommend for anyone who's looking to, whether short-term rentals or real estate or business in general, that's been a game changer for you? Yeah, I saw that on your, on your prep sheet and, uh, you know, to be honest with you, the it always comes around is the rich dad poor dad. 
Um, and I know it's, I know it's, it, everybody reads it and it's all, it's all, the, all the books, but the biggest thing to me about that book is it's about the mindset, right? Like, you know, you know, when I, when I was coming up, man, in, in, in 2005, 2006, 2007, I was first learning stuff, you know, bigger pockets was just getting started. Uh, there wasn't the resources out there then that there what that there is now and so uh that one kid uh i'm a mur- i'm gonna absolutely murder his name man and i'm sorry uh jabbar <laughs> Adasada. yeah right i listened to that podcast and he blew me away and like man that kid is so much smarter than i ever he's probably smarter than now right <laughs> and and uh, i was like man like you know i wish i'd known that then but to me the biggest thing is there's a mindset if you if you and, and rich dad board dad will, will, will teach you that it'll teach you that that looking at things a little bit differently. And once you do that, uh, then you can, then you can get, you know, whatever your niche is, whether it's going to be the, the commercial triple net lease stuff, it's going to be commercial multifamily, or it's going to be single family homes, or it's going to be STR. There's so many resources out there, but the first thing you need to do is, is think about it in the, in the correct way. And then I think to me that that's, that, that's what I would go with first. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of that book. For, for the exact same reasons. I've read it a few times. Um, okay, so I would imagine you're going to get this a little bit because you've provided some value on this. Where should people go if they'd like to reach out and, and touch base and ask some questions? Sure. Uh, or, I'm available on LinkedIn. Stay-fi code. <laughs> uh, LinkedIn, obviously, is uh, Kyle Ellis uh, up there. Uh, and then uh, thecrystalshoals.com is our website. Uh, and this is a mistake, probably number three or four I've mentioned here. We we created that name. We thought it was a, a good little play. Our, our property was named after famous shipwrecks around the area, Crystal Coast, and then Shoals, I thought was a ubiquitous term. Apparently, it's not. A lot of people know what that is. Uh, so we, we named our business after, after something that a lot of people don't know what it is. But the, uh, the Crystal, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L, and then Shoals, S-H-O-A-L-S.com. It's interesting to hear that that's not ubiquitous. I would have yeah. made the same assumption. And then if you want to reach out to me directly, it's just info, I-N-F-O, at thecrystalshoals.com. Awesome. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a lot of fun, and uh, I definitely appreciate when I learn something that's going to help me out on the show. Matt, so. I'm glad you took some of the way after the last few guests you've had. Man, they, they've all had some really unique things to, to talk about. I was like, man, I, I'm not I'm not to that caliber. I hope this is not going to be a waste <laughs> of his time. So I'm glad you're that's taking something away. Definitely not a waste of my time. So I really appreciate it, and thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode about my journey from military to millionaire. If you liked it, be sure to visit from militarymillionaire.com slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts. While you're there, we'd love for you to rate the show. Give us a review on iTunes. Now get out there and take action.